It is time for all of us here and millions around the world to bear witness to these incredible players who will leave every ounce of sweat, guts, and pride and legacy on this hallowed field because that is what champions do. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to say, finally, it is time for the Super Bowl! Greetings, my fellow educators. My name is Brian. As we get excited about the Super Bowl here in the States, even people who are not fans of the game attend parties and watch the game and there's so much excitement that draws people in and it's one of the most watched events of the year here in the United States. Well, why is that? Well, one of the reasons is because there's such excitement about this particular event that draws people in and that kind of had me thinking like, Think of pastors who are really effective communicators. They're very excited about presenting spiritual insights. Motivational speakers, same thing. All these people with uh, health fitness goals and such like that, they're very passionate about reaching an audience. And in order to communicate to that audience effectively, they have to be excited about the material and really channel that excitement into the way that gets others excited. So why is it that so many of our classrooms have non-enthusiastic teachers? Because don't our students respond to that excitement? We may not be able to reach the levels of excitement to say the Super Bowl. We can communicate enthusiasm and excitement, positive energy in our classrooms that will hopefully draw in a few more students than normally if we just kind of went with a nonchalant attitude. Because you think about it, we're on stage and we have to act. And like the announcers, if they're not excited, if we're just monotone and acting like we're narrating some boring documentary, that's not going to stir a lot of passion amongst our audience, the students. Uh, same with our body language. If our body language indicates that we'd rather be somewhere else, we don't smile that much, uh, we're hunched over, and we're just not expressing ourselves visually, you know, honestly, it's going to be hard to grab the student's attention. Now, I'm not saying we should be passionate all the time while we're on stage in our classrooms. That's impossible, and too much of that is fake and insincere, and students can really read off of that. What we teach is not always going to be this entertaining, exciting thing, but we sometimes we can make it that way. For instance, I grammar, I hate teaching grammar, but with the times I had to teach grammar, and students don't particularly like grammar, I kind of introduce it. It's like, you know what? We're going to do something that most people have very poor skills in. In fact, if you master these concepts, you're going to be ahead of 98% of the people out there. And that is, we're going to work on some grammar skills and put you up to the highest 2% of the population who don't really get a whole lot of this and apply this sort of stuff. Now, obviously, I'm definitely not a grammar man by any stretch of the imagination, but it gave a little excitement, a little purpose, a little enthusiasm. I don't enjoy teaching plants. It's not all that exciting. But if I made that, oh, well, we're going to go through this plant unit, chapter 17, and get this over with so you can be ready for the test. That's not the way you want to convey it. I try to start it off with, you know, I, I never do chapters. I do, uh, we're going to start off on this series, and in this series, we're going to talk about a living 
life force that most people don't see as living things. But without these living things, you and I, we would not have clothes to wear. We would not have houses to live in. We would not even be here. And this series is really important for us to understand. So we're going to grasp the concept of plants and their importance in our lives. And I'm really excited about this because most people see plants as boring. We're going to take a look at why plants are so important in your life and in my life. And just kind of watching how we phrase things can grab students' interest. Now, obviously, is this going to work? On every student, and you're going to hook every student in with your enthusiasm and with your passion? No, not everyone. I could take my uncle, who doesn't like any sports at all, I could take my uncle to the Super Bowl with all 50,000 plus people and all the media and all the excitement, everybody's screaming and going crazy, and, and he'd be looking at his watch saying he's bored to tears and he's ready to go home so he could read a good book. Okay, so no matter how much excitement may be in the air, it's not going to rub off on every single person. It's not going to rub off on every single student. You might still have that student sleep or be passive. But at the same time, if you convey that you're bored, they're going to be bored. If you convey that you don't want to be there and have a frown on your face and you're complaining, that's not going to help the energy in your classroom. Because let's face it, most students don't like school especially in the middle school and high school realm, they're just there to socialize in your secondary area, part of their lives, and they'd rather be doing something else. They may even act out. Maybe you'd have to convey discipline a little bit more frequently if you choose to be less enthusiastic. So I invite you in this mini episode to basically be a teacher of passion. Uh, Hook them in. Find a way to make it interesting. The Bible to me, and it's not one of these entertaining reads where you would read a, a book of fiction written by Stephen King or Dean Koontz or something and be totally engulfed in it. The Bible was written a long time ago, and it wasn't written in that literary sense to entertain people like a Stephen King, Dean Koontz book. Several pastors that I've known, they get so excited and they point things out like, man, this is so cool. Look at this verse here. And they tell the story in such a way that yeah, it wasn't interesting when I looked at it, but after hearing your enthusiasm, I want to check this out a second time and, and read this for myself. Same for Shakespeare. How many of us growing up groaned and moaned when we started the Shakespeare unit? And all of a sudden, if we had a good teacher, it was interesting. I was like, man, this this is pretty cool. I'm into this because the teacher was into it and explaining it and presenting it in a way that, yeah, I was wanting to find out what happened in the next act. One of my favorite teachers in high school, Mrs. Yarborough, a history teacher in 10th grade. Basically, all we did was take notes and do discussions. Not all this modern stuff we implement in classrooms these days, but it's one of my favorite classes because she made it so interesting in how she presented it. She was enthusiastic. She enjoyed what she taught, and it just made history interesting and geography interesting. And we've all experienced other teachers who've made history and geography boring. Uh, So therefore, we were bored. So make sure you convey enthusiasm in your subject. And if you're not in an area or grade or or teaching something you don't really enjoy, possibly look into finding something else next year that might convey your interest a little bit more. Maybe you've been teaching the same thing for too long. You just need a little change to ignite that enthusiasm. Whatever it takes for you, you know yourself better than I do. Find that passion because not only will your day be better if you convey that passion, People, the students are going to be hooked. You'll have less discipline problems. And at the same time, students will learn. Again, we're not just entertaining students, but we're conveying passion for learning. That's our job as teachers. You are on stage. 
Yes, some days are better than others, but we have to act sometimes to convey that enthusiasm, to convey that passion. Even when we don't feel like it, do your best to maintain that passion. I know it's hard with the bad weather and we're tired and we got these state tests around the corner and our principals are doing their usual job of installing stress in our lives and not passion. If no one's conveying it in your environment, your best to convey it in your own. Again, you are on stage. Most of your students come in with their own dramas and issues and would rather be somewhere else doing something else. The last thing they need is a teacher who conveys that exact same attitude. So install some passion. Act like you're interested in what you're teaching. Show some enthusiasm. Get the crowd into it. Act like you enjoy what you're doing and you'll get some energy and response coming back to you. Will you hook them all? No, but you can hook in more than if you come in as a grouch and acting like you'd rather be somewhere else and that you too are bored to tears. Have a good rest of the week and we'll catch you on the next episode.